Hello everyone, I'm Annie Gibbons and you're listening to Memoirs of Successful Women, the podcast where you get to hear candid conversations with fascinating women from around the globe who share aspects of their business and life journey, how they measure their success and what they have learnt along the way. Hello and welcome to Memoirs of Successful Women. Today I get to introduce you to my fellow Aussie, Sandy Forster, who is the money mindset mentor for women worldwide who are ready to experience more abundance and freedom in their life. She went from welfare to millionaire and has been featured with Nicole Kidman in Oprah's Aussie Secrets and loves inspiring and empowering women to break through their blocks manifest more money and create a life they're passionate about. Who's not excited about hearing more about that? Her international bestseller, How to Be Wildly Wealthy Fast, has been translated into over 11 languages already, and she's transformed the lives of hundreds of thousands of women worldwide. She also gets to live near the beach in sunny Australia and has little kangaroos grazing around her backyard. Let's hear more about Sandy Forster today. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Annie. You are so welcome. It's lovely to be interviewing a uh, fellow Aussie. I've had so many American ladies on my program lately, and uh, it's great to share the love of inspiring women around the globe, right? Absolutely. Uh, So let's start, Sandy, by um, you sharing how does a a girl from uh, Australia who drops out of school at, you know, grade 11 uh, with pretty much no money, no contacts, no resources in this way, how do you become Miss Wildly Wealthy? (laughs) You know what? It it just, it still blows my mind to this day. So I guess the backstory is um, I, I, moved from the most coldest state in Australia, well, I thought it was the coldest state, Victoria, up up to Queensland when I was 15 with my parents. And I started high school, met a boy. We went out for 11 years, got married. When my son was six months old and my daughter was three months old, uh, three years old, we split up. Mm. And suddenly the thing that I had been doing at that time, which was um, I, I loved sewing, and the aerobic era had hit, so I'd bought some Lycra. So I was designing and manufacturing swimwear purely as like a hobby business. So my husband's business, you know, made the money, paid all the bills, and the money that I made from my hobby business, designing and manufacturing swimwear, just allowed us to buy some furniture or go on a holiday another year or put in a swimming pool one year, like just do different stuff. But when we split up, my income had to be my real income. And the thing was, I was buying beautiful Lycra, you know, in the winter and sitting behind my sewing machine in the garage, making swimwear. Then I'd find an empty store over summer and I would just sell my stuff. But suddenly that had to become an actual income, like Mm -hmm. to pay everything. And it didn't work. And I just got further and further into debt. And I ended up $100,000 in debt. And uh, I had um, at the time I got, um, I can't remember what it was called, sole parents pension or something. It was welfare. And it was about 15,000 Australian dollars, which is about seven and a half thousand US dollars. So it was really like, you can't survive on that. Like you just go backwards more every, every day. So 
was super stressed around money, as you can imagine. So I've got $100,000 in debt. I'm on welfare. I've got two kids I'm trying to bring up. I've got no skills other than my sewing. And I was so over that because all it did was get me further and further into debt. <laughs> so like, Losing the love quickly. <laughs> yeah, totally. And I was like, what can I do? Anyway, I ended up seeing this tiny little ad in the local newspaper about and there's some things that just jumped out at me. One was strong work ethic, one was personal development, and one was money. And those three things were like, oh, I'm interested in that because I loved anything to do with like becoming a better person and, and thinking positively. And I really wanted to kind of, I knew, I, I kind of, even though I didn't know, no, I just got a sense that that, that was where my life was going to change. So I was trying to do what I could. So anyway, I answered this ad and and it was really just a, a course based on the law of attraction. That's what it was, courses and seminars. And I was like, wow, that was my first introduction Mm. to the law of attraction because before that as I said positive thinking I understood that you want to think positively but I was thinking positively about kind of what I wanted but I was also always focusing on my hundred thousand dollars of debt being on welfare not being able to pay the bills getting the red letters feeling stressed feeling overwhelmed feeling frustrated feeling ah (laughs) so I I discovered that you know through the law of attraction it's not just about focusing on what you want. It's also getting rid of all those thoughts and feelings and actions and, yeah. you know, input about what you don't want. Because those blocks are everything, right? They're the, they're the time-consuming energy sapping everything which distracts from, yes, I want to be positive, but. Exactly. Because you've only got so much energy. Like we are, everything in the universe is made up of energy. So we're yeah. this you know, every part of us is this tiny little vibrating energy packets. And so so if you're using your energy to focus on what's not working and what's going wrong and who said what to me back then and how things are going to be crap in the future and all that stuff, yeah, then you don't have the energy to manifest what it is you desire. So I realised that and I started to kind of, basically declutter my life of the things that I didn't want. And that means, and this is something that I teach all my students now, it means not just at a a thinking level, it's all about body, mind and spirit. When you align body, mind and spirit, that's when everything changes. So body is the actions you take. Your mind is the thoughts that you think and your spirit is the feelings or emotions that are attached to it. So when you align all of that, that's when you can vibrationally come into alignment with what it is that you're focusing on. So for me, when I first discovered the law of attraction, it was like, think about it. I was $100,000 in debt and on welfare. I was stressed to the eyeballs. And then I discovered the law of attraction. It was like, focus on what you want most of the time. Mm. So the relief of doing that alone, just the relief yeah. of not focusing on what was happening and instead dreaming about, thinking about, imagining being a millionaire and what I would do and what I'd spend my money on and how I'd have no debt and the places I could travel to and being able to buy fresh flowers and being able to get a gym membership or go to yoga when I wanted or being able to go to a um, health retreat somewhere, like all those things yeah. that I totally wanted to do, dreaming about them, thinking about them, focusing on them was so much more enjoyable than where I actually was. So I completely dived into the law of attraction 
fell in love with it and around that same time also fell in love with coaching and trained to be a, a coach, a life coach. And I think um, around that time too, I also started learning about internet marketing. Mm-hmm. And so I got my first website and I think all those things kind of really aligned. So this is another thing that I love to teach my students. Um, Wallace Wattles in the book, The Science of Getting Rich, That this was written back in, what was it, 1910 or something, like decades ago. And that was the book that sort of sparked Rhonda Byrne, the producer of The Secret, sparked her interest in the law of attraction. So in that book, he says, by thought, the thing you desire is brought to you, mm. but by action, you receive it. Mm-hmm. So you can think about what you want all you like till the cows come home. You can sit there and visualize and meditate and do whatever you want. But unless you're taking action, yes, then nothing's going to happen. So you've got to take the right action. So because, yes, I was doing so much um, mindset work and so much, you know, and that's why I wrote my book, How to Be Wildly Wealthy Fast, because I had so many different processes and exercises that I used. And so I was doing all these things, but I was also taking practical action. And I always say when you marry the metaphysical with the practical, that's where the magic happens because the two together, you're really kind of giving a strong message to the universe that you are serious, but you're also giving a very strong message to yourself Mm. that you are absolutely serious and you're going to do whatever it takes and you are committed because if you're just sitting around meditating and visualizing expecting it to drop into your lap as I said it's not going to happen yeah and you know there's going to be your logical brain will be going what you know this is woo woo hippie stuff this isn't going to work so when you take practical practical action your your logical mind aligns with your creative mind and then again the magic can happen (laughs) And we're all about making magic happen. That is for sure. I think you've you've so clearly expressed that that so many people had the problem of yeah, I'm I'm dreaming it, I'm visualizing it, I'm wanting it, but they're staying in the want. You know, this is what I would like. This was what I want, but they don't truly believe it's possible for them. They don't truly step in. Do you find that with those that you coach, it's the stepping in, it's taking those first steps to going, okay, well, how are you acting? What are you putting into your day-to-day that actually is going to move you towards what you actually desire? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's 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 all about taking those actions. And quite often we don't know what those actions are. Like when I was $100,000 in debt and on welfare and, um, you know, this sort of swimwear business that I was doing as a hobby that was just getting further and further into debt, I didn't know what to do. But when I just, when I saw that little thing about the work ethic and the, you know, the, the um, making money and, and personal development, I took action. Now I could have thought to myself, well, you know, I don't know what this is. I don't know how to do direct sales. I don't know anything yeah. about this. Like, But I just took action. And what happens is if you take action, you can be guided as to whether it's the right action and then, okay, take a different action or whether it, it's, you know, the wrong action. It's like whether it's right or whether it's wrong, don't get caught yeah. up in that. Just yeah. take action and you'll be shown, as, as I think Jack Canfield said in The Secret, you know, you don't have to see the whole staircase, just take yeah. that first step and then the next step will be revealed and on and on. Yeah. And so I think people get too caught up in having to get all their ducks in a row and everything lined up and know what's going on. But for me, my action was I 
trained to be a life coach, even though I was terrified of the idea of coaching people because when you're $100,000 in debt and on welfare and your life is in chaos, the thought of coaching someone is like, what? Who am I? Like, talk about imposter Her authority. <laughs> yes. Like, but what I did completely understand was that coaching was not about me being the expert, the mentor, the guru. It was about me being trained to ask a series of questions and guide the client in the right direction to mm-hmm. come up with their own answers and then help them create, you know, a plan to make it happen. Exactly. And when I realised that, it was like, okay, I could do that. And, and I just fell in love with the idea of being able to work from home, being able to do it all over the phone, being able to choose my own hours, being able to make as much or as little as I wanted. And I really just love that whole idea of coaching. So that's how I got into coaching. And then from coaching, I came up with an idea. I just woke up one morning with this name in my head, um, Wildly Wealthy Women. I went online, I registered it. I then, a few months later, I was with um, someone that I was working with. We were um, marketing another per- uh, another sort of not so much personal development course, but I did have a little bit personal development woven in. Um, it was more of a practical my, um, money-making course. Yeah. And I said to her, you know, I've got this great idea. This course is great, very practical, but I reckon I should bring in all the mindset and then you can come on live calls once a week and answer people's questions. And anyway, we launched that and that made close to $2 million in about four months. Um, And again, if I'd stopped and thought, oh, okay, I'm going to launch a mentoring program, I've got to figure out how to have a membership area and a website and sign people up and how are we going to do all this and how are we going to have these wildly wealthy women's wicked weekends four times a year? And, you know, if I if I got bogged down in the details, which I am so bad at, <laughs> then I would never have done it. But I just said, I've got this idea, let's do this. And, you know, the universe rewards action. That's one thing I very much learned. So I've just dived in, yeah, made it happen. And, and I've done that over and over again, just come up with ideas and run with them. And this is one of the things I do teach my students as well, is that there's a, a saying, what is it? Ready, aim, fire. Ready, ready, get ready, aim, you know, make sure everything is just right, then fire. But I do it and I teach it the other way. Ready, fire, aim. So mm-hmm. ready, get yourself ready, fire, just start it, <laughs> aim, fix it up, tweak it, improve it later on. Otherwise, people get so caught up in procrastinating and perfectionism mm-hmm. and analysis paralysis and they just do nothing. So I think messy is better than not at all. Ah, oh, I absolutely love that. And I actually, once you embrace that concept, you you love the messy, right? Because it allows curiosity, innovation, new ideas, create, you know, you just go, wow, um, it's a massive breakthrough, even that shift, you know, to stop the perfect that, you know, yeah. while you're waiting for the perfect, it will seriously never happen. And, yeah. and that's exactly what I'm doing today. So straight after this podcast, I'm going on to Clubhouse to do my first Clubhouse as a moderator. I don't even know how to moderate. Like I don't know how to get in the back end or do anything, but I book this room. I'm going to make it happen. And if it completely stuffs up, the thing is I'm completely transparent in everything I do. I'll get on there and I'll say, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm completely new to this. Bear with me. We'll probably stuff it up. But I think 
that when you're sort of vulnerable with all your mistakes as well as your successes with people, I think they can relate to you a lot more because if everything was perfect, like, you know, people sort of look at me and go, oh, she went from welfare to millionaire. She's so lucky. But it's like, seriously, I my journey was not, oh, discover the law of attraction. Oh, I'm a millionaire. My life is perfect. It doesn't happen like that. I live in a, you know, a real world and stuff happens, good stuff, bad stuff. Um, You know, I'm thinking all the right things and things are going on perfectly and then something will happen. I'll get sidetracked and I'll be focusing on the crap and then crap will happen. It's like I'm human like everyone else. And I, but the thing that I've mastered is getting back on track getting back on track too often people get sideswiped by something it could be an illness in the family it could be as simple as being cut off in traffic it could be watching too much news who knows it could be anything that sort of takes them sideways and instead of getting back on track as soon as they can they start to focus on the negative and they start to talk to other people about it and think about it and stress about it and share it with their mum and their sister and their best friend and their blah 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 and it's like and they then wonder why more and more crap (laughs) happens to them it's like we all have stuff that goes wrong let's just get back to where we want to go focus on what we want keep our energy keep our focus there keep our conversations there keep our um, body mind and spirit there and then we'll continue to create what we want rather than everything else that's crazy in the world (laughs) exactly because life is crazy and life will happen right you can't you can't have this perfect view and then you spend all your time and energy trying to keep it in that specific way Random things happen to everybody, you know, ebbs and flows. And um, and and my my language is also, you know, stay in your lane because that's exactly what you've been referring to. As soon as you get sort of distracted and you end up in the next lane or the next lane and then you take a different turn off, you're spending so much time down there. And then those people are still going, but I really wanted this and I really thought it would be possible. It's kind of like, well, it is. Get back in your lane, yeah, right? Exactly. Get back in your lane. <laughs> and, I agree. You're not in the right spot. You know, it's like going shopping and looking for something. You go, yeah, well, that shop's not here. It's over there. You know, mm-hmm. you've got to be um, where your hopes and dreams and desires are and feed that with your time and your energy. And and I love the way you frame that. So, um, and, you know, it is that sort of principle of Richard Branson, isn't it? It's like, just do it. Just do yeah. it and work it out later, right? Say yes. And that's exactly what you're doing today on Clubhouse. And that's exactly what I did when I first started my podcast you know it's kind of like going I don't know how to do it you just do it and authenticity authenticity rules these days right it's like if you're so perfect then other people all they see is intimidating they go one they'll say you're lucky and it's incredible Mm -hmm. how lucky you are when you work bloody hard right um for many 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 years uh but they'll think you're very lucky or you must have just had extra help or something's not right with the story or they'll actually go well that's so intimidating I can't imagine that to be true whereas that's right once you actually just just going this is what I tried try yourself try other things just just act Get yeah. in the game. Just get in the game and you learn along the way. And even if it's epic fail, I tell you what, it makes a really great story. You know? It does. I know. <laughs> I, I remember my first website. So my first website, for some reason I've been told that dark blue was a very um, professional colour. So right. I wanted to be professional. Me, Sandy from the Sunshine Coast, like you got to be kidding. Anyway, I wanted to be professional. So I had this dark blue banner across the top and the name, my actual company name, Universal Prosperity Proprietary Limited. Oh, my gosh. And it was like I, I, I got a screenshot of that old website and honestly I'm thinking, what was I thinking? Because I was yeah. thinking I had to be someone else to actually have a business. 
because but the thing is even now I sort of say to people you know what I'm not actually a business person. Yes, I've won international business awards. And yes, I've been named as one of Australia's top 10 women entrepreneurs in 2019. And yes, you know, I've uh, written a best-selling book. And yes, I have a Law of Attraction Coach Training Academy where I train people to be internationally certified coaches. And yes, I've done all this stuff, but I still just consider myself to be a creative person Mm. who just happens to do stuff Mm. that makes me money. Yes. So I don't consider myself to be a traditional business person because I still, that side of it still, my brain is like, ah, don't understand. And so, you know, I I just feel really blessed that I'm doing what I love. Mm. I'm changing people's lives all around the world. I'm just, you know, I I can't believe it sometimes (laughs) that that's what my business is. And I don't have to be this kind of professional, serious, organised you know, strategic person. I'm just me who is all over the place, sometimes completely disorganized. Like I don't know what I'm doing half the time, but I just do it. And I think when people understand that they can just be who they are Mm. and just because the whole thing is whoever you are at your absolute core, at your essence, there are thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people looking for you and your yeah. message and what you offer. And, and they're not, they don't want me or they don't want someone else who's really polished or they don't want, you know, they're looking for who you are at an energetic level. Their soul is calling to your soul. And if, if that message out there in the ether hooks up, they'll find you. Uh-huh. And that's how I always believe my business has grown. People, when I just became me and yeah. this is what I am, I'm going to share all my tips and secrets for manifesting money and it's all to do with law of attraction. It's all spiritual and metaphysical and, yeah, it's a bit woo-woo. We bring a bit of science in there with, um, you know, all the neuroscience. But this is who I am. This is what I do. Yeah. And people are attracted to that, the people that want that message from yeah. me, the way I speak it, the way I share it, they're attracted to me. So whoever you are, whatever you do, there's people out there waiting for you. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And that's it. They can they can feel you. They can feel they know you. They get to know you. You're real, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and also the most beautiful thing is your energy is actually coming from your source, whereas so many of those other models, it's the polishing down. It's like a product, you know, that you're just polishing up. You'd, and then people go, oh, you'd hate to know what's happening underneath, you know, in a in a negative, negative way because they see that as mess, whereas when the energy is coming up, it's just constantly developing. There's unlimited mm-hmm. opportunities, right? But you can also go well in that mess and challenge is actually the learning and it's really good and you want to share that with different people you do because I know exactly what you're saying because I think what happens is everyone's comparing themselves to everyone else (laughs) and because we know ourselves and we know all the stuff about ourselves that you know we probably don't want to put out there on social media and and we know what's going on inside and what our thoughts are and what we do wrong what our flaws are Mm -hmm. and then we're comparing all that to what people present (laughs) which is what they present is the best part of their self and so we prepare we we compare the worst of us to the best of them and then feel lacking but when you understand that everyone is kind of trying to put forward their best self like you know I'm not going to tell you what I am about to tell you um how like if I looked down on the floor I was I was doing a um a a training yesterday and I was part of someone else's training and I 
printed off all my notes and I've got them all over the floor and I've got the banana peel that I haven't got around to putting in the bin yet and it's like it's a mess everywhere but but people don't but people think that you know I've got all this chaos going on in my life and everyone else has just got it together yeah everyone everyone's got chaos chaos, right everyone yeah it's just about well what do you what do you value and where do you want to spend your time and that's right you can do your little cleanup later you know you just want to go well I'm enjoying I'll do that I then enjoy the moment the the reason that I created that extra bit of mess or chaos you know yeah yeah so tell me a little bit about then how has your experience been such a positive role model to your children? You know, here you were, you know, this now single mom with a couple of little kitties with nothing. How have they um, responded to your incredible career journey? Yeah, I mean, it's been really cool. Um, so, I mean, I'm sure my daughter doesn't mind me. I must ask her one day if she does mind. <laughs> but when she, was, when she was younger, she was the most negative girl on the planet. If I said it was sunny, she'd say it was rainy. If I said it was nice and cool, she'd say it was too hot. Like it didn't matter why I said she would say the opposite. And I think it was just a mother-daughter thing. Who knows? But she did that from the moment she could speak because, in fact, one day we were listening to the radio in the car and they were saying how teenagers were very, like, contrary to whatever you said. And my daughter, who was probably about eight at the time, said, but, Mum, I've always been like that. And I was like, (laughs) Yeah, I know. Anyway, so no matter what I would say, she would always be the opposite. But I remember this one time she came home from school and she said to me, Mum, I've got the school dance. And we live on the Sunshine Coast, super casual. Yeah. I've got the school dance. I need a new pair of shorts. And I was like, oh. And I was having a really bad week. So this is before I'd mastered the law of attraction. And I was yeah. having a bad week and I didn't have any money and kind of, when someone asks you for something when you don't have money, instantly in me, I was like, oh. Anyway, so she said, I need a new pair of shoes and maybe a new pair of shoes too. And I said, darling, I, I just don't think we can. It was, it was, I think it was either Wednesday or Thursday and the dance was on Friday. Ah. <laughs> like, you know, no time to organise anything or try and do anything. I was like, look, look darling, I don't think I can. And she was like, mum, you never get me anything because her, everyone has love languages and hers, I think, is the one around yeah. gifts. I was like, you never get me anything, you know. In other words, you're like, what about all that time? What about that? Or that other other? Yeah, no, no, it's gifts, gifts, gifts. So, um, so I'm saying, look, look, I I just can't, darling. She says, you know, why don't you just put it on a credit card? My credit card was maxed out. I didn't have enough money to pay the phone bill, so I'm stressing how they're going to cut off the phone. I was feeling angry that she'd asked me, frustrated because I'm in the same position still. I'm feeling scared because it's like, am I going to be like this forever? What's my future going to be like? Like I was feeling stressed, all these emotions, but anger was winning. And, you know, it's like, why can't you? You never give me anything. And I'm like, I, I turned to her and I can I can picture me. I was so like, I feel like I was like a dragon with steam coming out my ears and spit flying out my mouth and temples throbbing. And I said, don't you understand? We don't have any money. We're broke. <laughs> And she turned to me, and here's this child who I'm thinking never listens to a single thing I said. She turns to me, puts her hand on her hip and said, well, if that's how you feel whenever you talk about money, the universe is never going to make us rich. Oh, what a gem. I know. And I was like, in that moment, I suddenly, I I felt like I'd been punched in the stomach. It was like, oh, my gosh, she's so right. 
yes, I want money and yes, I want to be rich, but my strongest emotions and the emotions are the thing that causes your thoughts and your, your, what you want, your, your dream, your desire, your goal, what you put out there to be magnetic. Yeah. So my strongest emotions were all around not having money. So that was such an eye-opener and I realised then that she was actually listening to me. So, but <laughs> There I think is the, hope for us mums. <laughs> I know. There, there is hope for us mothers when we think no one's listening to a word we're saying. But the coolest thing I think for me has been the things I've been able to do since that money. So I remember when I was trying to write How to Be Wildly Wealthy Fast and I just wanted to be left alone. Like I was trying to write this book and, you know, the kids were asking me questions and wanting to be fed and it's like, go and get some baked beans out of the cupboard. <laughs> it's like I'm trying to write. I said, once I said once I get the book written, I will take you to, what did I tell my daughter? I said, I'll take you shopping. Mm. Because her thing was shop, you know, getting perfect stuff. Perfect shoes and the perfect shoes. Yeah, I'll buy it. So I did. Once the book was uh, out there and, you know, it was making us money, I took, I flew her to New York and I took her shopping in New York. So oh. that was a pretty cool oh shopping trip. Oh, my God, Sandy, you're the best mom ever. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So I think more than anything, my kids have seen the difference. I mean, we've gone on some great adventures, trekked the Inca Trail to Machu Picchu and climbed um, Mount Kilimanjaro and I trekked to uh, base camp on Everest with my daughter. And, you know, we've done some amazing things. And so they've seen the transformation from welfare to millionaire and, and yeah. they see that, you know, my life is not so much and there's nothing wrong with this, everyone, whatever you want is fine with you, but they see that my my thing is not so much about getting things hmm. but about experiences so yeah. I've got the beautiful house I love that I've got two acres with a spring-fed dam and kangaroos grazing on my backyard um, but you know apart from the, the beautiful house my thing is travel and having experiences and so they've been part of that and so they see and so their mindset is really that you know they understand that what you focus on is what you create and as they get older like my daughter's now 33 um, and as they get older, I can see them totally mm. grabbing everything that I've learned and applying it. And it just makes my heart sing as a mum to see them doing that because I know, you know, it took me till I was, oh, gosh, I think it was in my 40s mm. um, before I even discovered the law of attraction. So knowing that, you know, kids younger and younger are learning it, just there yeah, is. It's exciting, isn't it? It, it is so exciting because you sort of think, the world is going to be a completely different place for them in the future. Mm. I know a lot of people think that the world is getting worse, but I believe that the world is getting better because mm. people are becoming uh, more conscious, more aware, more mindful, just so kind of more. embracing everything that makes humanity um, become its best. Mm. Oh, that is brilliant. And then your daughters will have that view that, yeah, money, money brings you opportunity right yeah so other people will go oh why you know why should we talk about money is that not appro not appropriate you go, yes it's so appropriate because it, it gives you choice it gives you opportunity so that's right and we'll all value how we spend that money when we actually get it and it'd yeah. be very different that's right so you're sort of going you know that's right it allows me to to travel and have great opportunities and to enjoy enjoy that plus put it back in your business and to keep thriving and to keep trying yeah. new things right? and make a difference as well I mean I remember when I took my kids to Africa and we went to um, it was called the ABC Centre the Abandoned Children's Centre um, and it was like heartbreaking to see these children yeah. some of them have been left in the local dump like the local tip 
And, um, you know, to, to be able to bring these children all these toys and they just, their eyes, like, just wow. lit up. They just couldn't believe what they were getting. And, and you know, being able to give to, to women in third world countries so they can start their own business with a micro loan and, and, you know, build a business. And one woman's gone on to create an international wedding dress business. It's like you can do more when you've got money. You know, yeah. Yes, you can definitely make a difference in your own life. And that was definitely the focus yeah. when I first you know, discovered the law of attraction and thought uh, things could change. I wasn't thinking about helping the world. I just have to be perfectly honest. It was like I was drowning, just get my head above water. Yeah. But once that happened, it's like you can start to look at how you can make a difference in the world and you can make a lot more of a difference um, when you've got some money behind you. Yes, you can give your time and, yes, you can, you know, wrap your arms around people. But honestly, when you've got money, you can give people a hand up rather than a hand out and really, you know, impact their, not just their future, but their family's future and their, you know, family beyond them and often their um, yes. community as well. So, yeah, it can make a Generational change, right? You have the opportunity to affect generational change. And, totally. You know, totally. and I think that when it comes from that joy of just being able to give and to help with no strings, you know, that will then just magnify. You know, I think you put out that sort of energy to the universe and, and it'll, it'll always just sort of compound, I think. Um, so where to from here then, Sandy? You've already created this business. You're trying new things. You're just about to go on Clubhouse. You're, <laughs> you know, um, is it writing more books? Is it speaking more? Is it getting more people in your program? You know, what is next? Or, or you, do you just go, I'm just going with the flow and see what will resonate? Good question. So I, I often have ideas and plans but I'm very much a go with the flow as well. So, you know, I don't get stuck on something. But what I do want to do this year, so 2021, my plan is I have I have been saying this for, I'm telling you, probably a decade. So it's going to happen in March 2021. I'm launching my own podcast, Wildly Wealthy Women, yep. and I'm going to be sharing all my money manifesting and mindset techniques, but I'm also going to be bringing on, um, you know, world-famous women that have done, you know, created success, created wealth, um, through using the law of attraction. So that's uh, my plan. So that's definitely happening in March. Um, definitely want to get uh, Clubhouse mastered because I feel like I feel like everyone who's in there now is where everyone who started on Facebook, you know, the first year yeah. it started, uh, like, you know, so I really want to get that happening. Yes, definitely want to write um, more books. In fact, my plan is to write like a series of books. So my book, How to Be Wildly Wealthy Fast, is really for anyone who wants to transform their mind uh, and, tra and rewire their mindset so that they can begin to attract and manifest more abundance. But I want to be make it more specific. So I want to bring out those niche books for, say, um, How to Be Wildly Wealthy Fast for coaches and How to Be yeah. Wildly Wealthy Fast for you know, holistic practitioners and bring in case studies of people who have transformed their life using my principles and, and you know, bring in specific processes for those people. So that's that's on the agenda for this year as well. Um, and then, yeah, really just focusing on getting more people into my millionaire mindset experience, which is at the moment kind of my most favourite program because uh, there's just such a quick, transformation for most people like the the manifesting that happens 
you know, even before the program starts, when they're still in foundation material, it's like, wow. So, they just get excited. Yeah. And yeah, it's so exciting to see other people's transformation because I remember when I first discovered the law of attraction, first started applying it. And when I first started manifesting, it was like, oh my gosh, you suddenly feel like you got the keys to the kingdom like or you've got, you've got a magic wand or, you know, you're like, I dream of genie. It's like, a, I'll take that. I'll yeah, I know. It's so exciting. So yeah, just, just impacting more people that way because um, I, I know how frustrating and scary and, not that everyone is going to be in the position I was. Like I was $100,000 in debt and on welfare. But, but even just not having the choices and yeah. not being able to do what you want and if you want to have time off work or if you want to start a new business or you want to travel or you want to buy this thing or you want to help that person, just mm. not having that choice really impacts your life. But having those choices is so freeing. It makes yeah. you feel lighter. It makes you feel... I don't know, more expansive, makes you makes you kind of feel anything is possible and, and you just feel like possibilities are just out there waiting for you. And the thing is, when you feel like that, then that all becomes even more possible. So it's kind yeah. of a, a win-win-win. So, yeah, that's, win, that's win, what win. I love to do. Yeah, I also think it gives you more clarity about what you do want. You know, when you don't have, have much, you dream about everything everything looks more exciting and I want like all of it. I wish I had all of it. Whereas suddenly then as you get more wealthy, then you go, if I can now spend it, what, what would I, what do I actually choose to do? And I, th- yes. I for me, I actually think it gives you more clarity and focus and simplicity around money because then you suddenly go, yeah, I actually do want to go on that trip or invest in this other opportunity or, or bless someone with something, you know, it's, I think, you know, it's, I don't know if it's just me, but I, I do believe it makes it easier to have clarity about oh, totally love, love and value because it's possible. Whereas the other is just sort of envy or jealousy or just frustration. And it's like, I'd be so much happier if I had, you know, that pair of shoes or that, this, that car or that, yeah. which, you know, you're not going to be, you will be for a day, but yeah. then you know, that, yeah. that fades, but the, the genuine um, enjoyment about being able to getting what you truly want, like what you, what you, what you really know is going to make your heart forever. Sing. You just go, I'm so glad I've never regretted having that trip to Africa with your children or going to New York, you know, to do those things. It's like they're, they're long lasting lifetime memories that not yeah. just impact you, impact those that you share them with, right? Exactly, right. exactly. And sometimes it can be as simple as buying something. I remember. I remember because um, one of the things I love is smoothies. So I've always loved smoothies in the morning. These days it's green smoothies, but I remember when it was just fruit smoothies. I love putting a whole lot of fruit into a blender and having that for breakfast. It felt like I was eating ice cream, yeah. really healthy, yummy ice cream. So, But my blender broke and I remember going to Target and I'm walking down the blender aisle and I'm looking at all the blenders and I still, honestly, it's, it just is mind-blowing to this very day. I still get emotional when I think about it. I'm walking down the blender aisle and I'd launched Wildly Wealthy Women and like it was just making so much money like uh, and because I've been teaching the mindset prior to that but doing it in such a big volume and suddenly making this big amount of money. I remember walking down the blender aisle and looking at all the blenders and suddenly realising it was the first time in my life it suddenly hit me, 
I can I don't have to look at the price of these blenders to make up my mind because that's how I used to always shop I could buy any blender I wanted and I actually started crying in the blender aisle of Target (laughs) because I was just so it suddenly hit me that my life was going to be completely different from that point forward my life was not always going to be about struggle and not having money and and having to make choices based on what was in my bank account or what was left on my credit card. Mm. And it was just so, I don't know, it's just its just an, a moment that I just treasure forever, that blender moment in Target. <laughs> <laughs> oh, exactly. It's just choice. It's freedom, right? The, yeah. the word that comes to me is just freedom, freedom yeah. just to be and freedom to enjoy the things that you just would love without all the anchors, without all the energy, you know, how much easier. You just feel lighter uh, yeah. because you, you're not weighed down by all of those things. So yeah. let's finish up now of um, talking about what does success look like or feel like to you? You're a very successful woman and you're teaching other people how to be successful in their own way. Uh, so what, what does, how would you define success as a woman? Oh, definitely success to me means being able to do what you want, when you want, with who you want. So I'm very much an introvert. So I love, like, after this is over and I've done my clubhouse and I've defragged from that, I'm just going to spend the rest because it's a Sunday. I'm going to spend the rest of the day just sitting in the barley heart. I've got a great book. I've got my beautiful little puppy next to me. I'll just sit there, listen to the birds, having a drink, just relaxing, just really enjoying the day. Um, but if I wanted to go shopping and buy this or that, the other, I could. Or if I wanted to, like, just having choices to me is being successful. Mm. And those choices could be doing nothing, could be doing something, could be buying something, could be whatever it happens to be. But when you've got choices, then I think you're truly successful. And that doesn't necessarily mm. mean you have to have a lot of money. No. Being successful just simply means having choice because I think my highest value is freedom. Yeah. And so, you know, choices are based on that. If you don't, I remember when I had no choices and all came back because I didn't have any money. So I didn't have the choice to do the things I wanted or go the places I wanted or mm. just didn't have any choice at all. And I felt so trapped mm. and so, I don't know, so scared and so frustrated. And having choices now is amazing. So freedom is definitely to me, having the freedom to do what you want is definitely success in my eyes. Beautiful. How do people find you, Sandy? Uh, best way to find me is, depending on when you listen to this, if it's 2021 March onwards, you can <laughs> <laughs> check out my Wildly Wealthy Women podcast. But before then, you can go to wildlywealthy.com. And if you're interested in manifesting and visualisation and affirmations, I've actually got a money manifesting bundle that you can grab at wildlywealthyfree.com. You can get that for nothing. Oh, I love it. Rewiring your mind. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, today's the day, ladies. So those of you who are listening in, definitely go to Sandy's website. I'll have all your details on my podcast platform and YouTube. And uh, yeah, just go and check it out, ladies. Sandy is an amazing lady and just makes it sound so achievable right it's just the steps just start stepping forward and uh, follow her lead uh, and definitely go and check out her freebies um, because who doesn't love a freebie and uh, thank you so much for sharing with me on our on my program today it's been really really enjoyable oh my pleasure and I just want to end up with one thing just to say that 
I mean, sometimes people look at me and go, oh, she's so lucky or she, you know, she created that success because of this or that reason. But as you said earlier, I didn't even finish high school. I dropped out of school in grade 11. I had no contacts. I had no connections. I had no money behind me. I had no great skills. Like I had nothing. But I discovered the law of attraction. I put it into action and I applied it every single day. And that's what transformed my life. So I, I believe if I can do it, absolutely everyone can do it. So anyone listening to this, it's just a matter of, you know, being really clear on what you want, focusing on it, and then taking action every single day and doing metaphysical processes to change your mindset as well. So, and I just want to say thank you so much for having me on, Annie. Um, I really appreciate it. And I love what you're doing, getting out there and inspiring other women, because I really believe when you create that ripple effect, like, you know, you've got me talking about my success, but that is going to inspire, even if it inspires one other woman to go out there and make a difference. And then that difference that she makes may inspire one other woman and then it just can grow and grow and grow. So thank you so much for everything you do. Thank you so much, Sandy. It's the ripple effect that changes the world, right? And Absolutely. we don't all have to do everything. We just need to do our little bit and um, and just connect together. And I'm all about uh, collaborating with women globally and to, yeah, allowing people to see how others are shining in their circumstance and then believing that they can do that in their very own way. And so thank you for your time today. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Memoirs of Successful Women. You can find me at anniegibbons.com where you can download my free resources, get connected on social and check out my online magic transformation program. If you love this show, feel free to subscribe to future episodes and of course, share it with your friends. I'll see you again soon and until then, happy podcasting.